0: The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World.
1: And greetings, friends. Do you believe in a real Satan, the devil? Do you realize that many millions of wicked spirits genuinely do inhabit this earth? That is why so many things are going wrong. Remember the maniacal ravings and rantings of absolute dictators like Adolf Hitler? Even many secular news reporters and diplomats said that Hitler seemed like a man possessed at times. But possessed by what? My friends, you need to really understand. You need to understand these things. For there are spirit forces at work right now that are affecting your very life and the entire society around you. And God himself predicts a literal spirit war which may erupt within the next several years. A lot of people don't understand that, but there are spirits and God created those spirits and they have turned against him and against us. How will you and your family cope during the traumatic years just ahead? How can you understand and overcome Satan and his demons? Stay tuned. My friends, may God help you to understand and to prove to yourself that the Holy Bible is His inspired Word. For apart from God's revelation, you and literally billions of other human beings will not be able to make sense of the truly terrifying events just ahead of us. Yet the Holy Bible speaks again and again about a very real Satan the Devil. Christ described it. Paul described it. Peter described it. It's throughout your Bible. Notice what Jesus Christ himself stated. And please remember, I'm not going to give you my opinion, for I'm reading these facts to you right out of your Bible. So go get your own Bible. Get your Bible. Check up on me. Prove these things. Often ministers will say, the Bible says this and the Bible says that. And the Bible says no such thing. Be sure of what's really in the Bible. Read it. Study it. Turn in your Bible now to chapter 12 of John John, the Gospel of John in your New Testament, chapter 12. Here is the revelation of God's mind and the way God mind, God's mind works and what is absolute reality. Turn to John, chapter 12, and verse 31, and these are the very words of Christ. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. The ruler of this world, as you'll see, Christ made a number of statements like that near the end of his ministry because Satan was going to be overcome through Christ's death and resurrection. The ruler of this world, that's Satan the devil. Notice now chapter 14, turn over a couple pages here. John, John chapter 14 and this time verse 30. Jesus said, I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me. The ruler of this world has nothing in Jesus Christ, because the ruler of this world is Satan the devil. And notice how Judas Iscariot was influenced by Satan to betray Jesus Christ. Notice here in chapter 13 of John, John 13, verse 27. Christ had said, "'Whoever dips with me in the dish "'will be the one that betrays him.'" And in verse 27, "'Now after the piece of bread, "'Satan entered him.'" That is, Judas. "'Then Jesus said to him, "'What you do, do quickly.'" Satan directly entered Judas. And then he went right out to destroy, to try to destroy and to betray Christ through Satan's influence. Notice now back in chapter 4 of Matthew, turn back to what we call the Sermon on the Mount. This is chapter 4 just before the Sermon on the Mount, I should say. Chapter 4 of Matthew, beginning in verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Yes, there is a very real devil, and the Bible speaks of him over and over. A fallen cherub, a great super archangel, who, as we've explained many times, rebelled against God, was cast back down to this earth, and God is permitting him to be here. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. Jesus Christ, even though he was God in the flesh... He was the spirit personality who had been God but was now fully human and subject to temptation. He had to fast. He knew what to do. He did without food. He came to recognize even more his own weakness. He cried out to God. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Now, when the tempter came to him, he said, "'If you're the Son of God, command that these stones become bread.'" But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're to live by every word of this book. My friends, please think about it. How can you live by every word of this book when most of you haven't read the book? Think. Think. Read this book all the way through, then go back and read it again. Read carefully through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and through the New Testament. Go back and read Genesis, how God created the world, how He created the different races of men and the nations, and sent them here and there on various parts of the earth according to His will, and has guided the major nations and major world events ever since. That great God is beginning to intervene now in human affairs. You need to know about the God, the creator God, the God of the Bible. "...to live by every word of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said, If you're the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give His angels charge concerning you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God." Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. If yes, Satan is the ruler over the major nations of this world. He is the ruler over many of the religions of this world who turned away from the true God, the creator God, the God of the Bible. He is the ruler, the invisible spirit force influencing human beings all over, from great to small. Think about the implications of this. So Jesus didn't say, "He, you don't have that power. He said, away with you, Satan. He says, I'm not going to fall down and worship you to get this power. I'll wait, and God will give me that power in His time and His way. Away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the eternal your God, and Him only shall you serve and then Satan left him. Picture the marching legions of soldiers all over this world. Who is ultimately influencing the leaders behind these terrible armies? Picture the powerful aircraft carriers and submarines with atomic weapons. Who really guides these things? Who guides the nations? Who guides the leaders of these nations with weapons of mass destruction? Whose world is this anyway? I want to have you remember, you folks who've been to various Sunday schools as I was for the first 19 years of my life, a mainstream church that I grew up in, in Sunday school, and I've talked to others from other religions, other uh, other denominations, and they've agreed they sang this too. We used to sing this old Sunday school song, This is my father's world. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Just as I and millions of other Protestant young people were singing this song, Right back then, during the late 1940s, the early 1940s, I should say, about six million Jews were being systematically rounded up, sent in boxcars to concentration camps, tortured, raped, humiliated, and eventually murdered by Hitler's Nazis. This is my father's world? Really? What kind of world is this? Is this God's world? It's God's earth, but the world, and the word used for world in the New Testament mainly is cosmos, meaning the human society. It's not God's society. It is Satan's society, and he is the God of this society, and you need to really understand that. Learn to believe what your Bible actually says. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 now, my friends. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, if you would, and beginning here in verse 3. Here's what the apostle Paul was inspired to write in your New Testament. Paul writes, but even if our gospel is veiled, where this veil is put over it, where people can't fully get it, they don't see it and understand it, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age... Who is the God of this present age, of this 6,000 years of human experience before Christ comes back? Who is the God of this age? The God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Satan has blinded people, so they do not know God. They do not understand his purpose. He is powerfully influencing the society and the religions of this world He often presents a different Jesus and a different gospel and a different God. That is why the people of this world are truly deceived. It says back in Matthew, Revelation chapter 12, verse 9, look it up. Revelation 12, verse 9, it speaks of Satan, the devil, that great dragon, who has deceived the whole world, the whole world. Revelation 12, verse 9 That is also why untold millions are confused. Awful things are beginning to happen in their nations, their societies, and their families, but they don't know why. At this point, I want to offer you, my friends, one of the most shocking and truly eye-opening booklets we have ever published. This is powerful. It really is. When you read it carefully and understand, it is entitled, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. This most revealing booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity, will be sent to you absolutely free upon your request. It will truly open your eyes to what is really happening behind the scenes in the religions and in the politics of this world. So call us immediately to request your free copy of Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. Just ask for the booklet on counterfeit Christianity. That's all you need. You can also order this booklet on our website, at tomorrowsworld.org. That's at tomorrowsworld.org.
0: To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown,
1: My friends, all the great military strategists agree on at least one key to obtain victory. That key is this, know your enemy, know your enemy. For if you truly do understand the enemy you're fighting against, you can conquer him. But otherwise, you will not be able to conquer your enemy unless you know him or understand him. So you must understand the reality of Satan and how he operates. This book, The Inspired Revelation from God, tells you about God, tells you about the major nations and the major prophecies that have come about and are beginning to come about, as we tell you over and over on this program. And he tells you in detail about Satan the devil, the God of this world. Notice Ephesians. Turn to Ephesians in your New Testament Ephesians chapter 2 and beginning verse 1. Ephesians 2 verses 1 and 2. Notice what God tells us here. Paul wrote, You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience the prince of the power of the air. Satan is an invisible prince of this world's atmosphere, this earth's atmosphere. He powerfully influences the leaders. He influences the society. He influences the media of this world. And they all come down on you and give you wrong ideas and wrong concepts and wrong religion. And Satan will soon make one final effort to completely take over this present world. Notice the spirit war... The lies just ahead in most of our lifetimes. This spirit war is going to happen. I know it sounds odd. It sounds like a Star Wars thing. Well, frankly, it is in a certain way. But this is real because your Bible talks about it very specifically. Turn to the book of Revelation. Turn to Revelation chapter 12, and here he describes the background. Now, a great sign appeared in heaven. Verse 1, a woman clothed with the sun. "...and with the moon under her feet and on her head a garland of twelve stars." This woman, as most commentaries recognize, as talking about ancient Israel who brought forth Christ, the Messiah. "...then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. She was to bring forth Christ. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven." and threw them to the earth. And the dragon was stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Remember, Satan influenced Herod to kill all the baby boars in that whole part of Judea under two years old, tried to kill Christ in other ways. And she bore a male child, Christ, who was to rule all nations. A true Christ will soon rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God or to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her there 1,260 days. Add that up. That's three and one half years, and it was 1,260 days or literal 1,260 years in prophecy during the Dark Ages. God's true church had to hide out from Satan and from his influence and in the false churches that were trying to kill God's people. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. Here is a spirit war that's about to happen. Is it going to happen in one or two years or five or ten years? I don't know. I'm not trying to set a date, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen in less than ten years, maybe less than five, because of all the things that are going on today and prophetic events. Watch for this. But they did not prevail, nor was the place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Yes, Satan the devil deceives the whole world. He has deceived most of you. Most of you don't really understand this book because you don't read it. And when you do, you have a kind of a veil and it doesn't make sense. You need to cry out for understanding. And you'll understand then about God. You'll understand about the major prophecies that are now beginning to occur. And you'll understand about Satan and his demons even more than I can tell you. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time. My friend, Satan his demons will soon come swarming down to confuse, to try to destroy humanity, and he will certainly persecute the true church of God who's like a little flock. And Satan is the prince of this world's atmosphere. Think about it. Can we imagine the hurricanes, the lightning, the thunder, the earthquakes which God will permit an enraged Satan to bring on this earth? These terrible weather upsets. is not just from God directly. God often did it through Satan the devil. Remember how God permitted a Satan to literally bring down fire from heaven on Job's sons and on his livestock? Read about it in Job chapter 1. Job chapter 1 in your Bible. Satan caused great wind to come. And your Bible shows how it killed all of Job's sons. All of them. For Satan truly is the God in charge of this earth's atmosphere. He is often allowed by God to influence terrible weather conditions and upsets upon a rebellious society. Therefore, my dear friends, I urge you in Jesus' name, please begin to think about what is going on. I urge you to know your ultimate enemy, that that enemy is Satan the devil, and learn about the Bible and read it and study it and prove what's going on. In order to understand Satan, you must always be alert and aware of his devices. So I urge you to genuinely study this book. As I've said, go through it carefully. Read it. Ask God for understanding. Study this book and ask God for understanding. Lift up your voice to God and cry out to God for help. Do not take this matter lightly. When you see truly weird things happening in this deceived world, realize that it may be of Satan— When awful thoughts, pulls, or temptations seem to literally pound in your brain, it probably is Satan's influence. I was struck by Satan in a certain way. He tried to attack me about 61 years ago when I was first baptized. Just awful thoughts and rebellious attitudes came in my mind. I had to cry out to God, and I fasted for two days, which was a big deal to me back then, and God delivered me. In such circumstances, what should you do Know your enemy and be willing to do your part. be willing to go all out, my friends, Fight Satan, go all out and overcoming just powerful things will come down on you, so you need number one: know your enemy. be willing to really study and know who Satan is and know and overcome him. Number two, be willing to go all out in overcoming Satan. Study this book in detail. Pray fervently to God, cry out to God, and fast. Number three, never give up. Remember Winston Churchill, even in the Second World War, he told the British people, never, 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 ever give up. And you must not do that in your war against Satan. Turn now to James chapter 4 in your New Testament. James 4, verse 7, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You've got to resist and do your part and cry out for help. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. He says in verse 10, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Learn to use the tool of fasting to draw close to God and beseech him for understanding and for strength and for faith and courage. Remember, Jesus Christ himself did this for 40 days fasting for 40 days when he knew he was going to have to face Satan. So remember, you're in a little war, a literal war, with the God of this world, Satan the devil. But the real God, the creator of heaven and earth, and the God of the Bible will always deliver you and always give you victory. So never, ever give up. Again, my friends, I want to offer you another vital tool. This tool can really help you overcome Satan Request your free copy of our truly shocking booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. This most revealing booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity, will be sent to you absolutely free upon your request. It will truly open your eyes to what is genuinely happening behind the world scenes in the religions and politics of this world. Just call now and ask for the booklet on Counterfeit Christianity. That's all you need. And you can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org.
0: To receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
1: Finally, my friends, turn with me to 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5 in your New Testament. One of the last things written in the New Testament, written by the Apostle Peter. Notice what he says here. 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, yes, he is our enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world my friends here are three keys as to overcoming satan my friends number one know your enemy be willing to really study and know who satan is and know and overcome him number two be willing to go all out in overcoming satan whether it's fasting praying go all out Number three, never, ever give up. Remember, my friends, I have found that people who are cocky and who exalt themselves nearly always get in trouble spiritually. They rely too much on self. They think they already know it all. So they're easy targets for Satan to deceive and to overcome. May God help you to understand. Again, may God help you to become fully aware of your enemy, your real enemy, Satan the devil, and of the spirit war you are involved in every single day. May God help you to truly study and to pray and to fast and to go all out in order to overcome Satan and his demons. May God help you never, ever give up, but to learn to walk with God and to obtain eternal life in his soon coming kingdom. Again, Stir yourself, my friends, to call us or write us right now to request this absolutely vital booklet, Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. It will truly open your eyes to what is genuinely happening behind the world scenes in the religions and politics of this world. It will be sent absolutely free upon your request. So call us immediately to request your free copy of Satan's Counterfeit Christianity. Just ask for the booklet on counterfeit Christianity. That's all you need. You can also request it on our website, tomorrowsworld.org. And tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. See you here next week.